Welcome to Standoff, the podcast where we take abilities from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure up against each other in a randomized bracket to determine what stand is objectively the best. My name is Kat, and I use she/her pronouns. My name is Kingdom, and I use he/him. So, in moving stand through the bracket, we're going to be looking at six criteria rated A through E to help inform our decisions. These are appearance. What does the stand look like? Ability. What does the stand do? Versatility. How much can the stand do with the abilities it has? Understandability. How easy it is to get what the stand does. Reference. The names of stands are highly referential to things like mysticism, mythology, and music. And here we look at the reference, kind of look at how it ties to the stand, and just go on how much we like it. And X Factor. Whichever one we like more. Yeah, and it's important to note that we're looking at stands in a vacuum, mostly away from their users and their part and their specific context. Um, and we're going to be spoiling all of JoJo's. Yeah, and I'm, I'm back. I have a new microphone and I'm alive. <laughs> yeah, I was... I'm sure I just made a lot of noise. I was going to say, we haven't done this in a while. We had some issues. I moved and then in moving my microphone broke and mm-hmm. now it's now. And that's why you got to hear just me for over an hour last week. (laughs) My voice has recovered. The show's back in in the pit, brought back (laughs) down by me. It's not just the cat show anymore. Damn. I mean, just the cat show. I can't... It was really just the cat show, because I can only do the one voice. Uh, which was kind of rough. But yeah, we're back. We're doing brackets. We're looking at Love Deluxe versus Stone Free and Magician's Red versus Manhattan Transfer this week. This first matchup is kind of uh, weird. Unfair. It's absolutely unfair. Yeah, one of these stands is fucked. Can I tell you what Love Deluxe looks like? Okay, if you want to. It's 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 hair. It's the user's hair. It's it's the user's hair, yeah. It's long black hair, and it looks kind of curly, I guess. It turns white when the user gets really stressed out. Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think that's a good appearance, right? We haven't I done mean, this in a while, but I feel like that's probably an A, right? How? Wait, <laughs> you can't. No, I'm joking. I give D. it an E. An E? Okay, I'll take an E. Yeah, it's hair. I mean, like, effectively, it could be just nothing, and it could be the control of her hair. Which I think fits more. Right. Like the stand is bound to her hair, which means that non-stand users can see it. So it doesn't just look like people are bald when they're looking at the... Or so it doesn't just look like the user is bald when people are looking at her. But it's just hair. It's not even like an interesting stand is bound to something stand, you know? And it's not even like cool looking hair. I mean, it's Yukiko looks nice, but it's not like... It ain't like Yugimoto hair, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's nothing interesting. It's just long black hair. Doesn't go Super Saiyan like Koichi. No, what the hell? Why is Koichi's hair cooler? <laughs> Why is Koichi's hair cooler than Love Deluxe? Because he's the hero of part four. That's true. Yeah, E, and I'll tell you what it does, which we kind of already got into. Uh, Love Deluxe allows its user to manipulate their hair in a variety of ways. It can grow, manipulate objects, restrain individuals, and perform other such actions. The hair has been shown to be able to grow enough to take over an entire house. Additionally, damage to the hair does not reflect the user like other stands, so it can be cut or burned or wounded in other ways with no adverse effect other than just the hair getting cut. It don't hurt the user. We got that. Mm-hmm. 
If it is overused or the user experiences too much stress, the hair turns white. Yep. Yeah, that is... Well, it's like instant in this case. Same. No. No, I've had... You're, I, you're a stressed boy and your hair is still pretty colorful. My, I, I get some pure white hairs, which I get scared about because apparently my, my grandpa was salt and pepper white hair when he was 18. Yeah, my so dad was similar. I was going gray for a bit there. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a gray boy. Do it. It'd actually be sick, honestly. Um, but ability for love deluxe. I think it's a B. It's okay. It kinda gets that like ridiculous factor with like it can cover an entire house. But why doesn't she use it like that more? Why isn't she cooler? She's just chilling. She's just in love, you know? She <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It's mostly used to restrain Koichi in in frightening ways, with frightening mm-hmm. implications. Yeah, it's... I'm not going to finish that sentence. It's a B. It's fine. Sure, I can go B. It seems like you can do more than what we see, but the character doesn't get a whole lot. Exactly, yeah. And I think versatility is close. I think it's like a C-ish. C. I was going to go C. Yeah. Nice. Same, same, same. And that brings us to understandability yeah and it hair it hair that's an a god gosh dang if there ever were hair powers this is it Mm-hmm. does anybody else have hair powers like in media oh in media yeah uh bobo bobo bo. he doesn't count what the fuck <laughs> i don't like him he doesn't count <laughs> does he okay, have hair well, powers then, or does he no. have mustache powers he has nose hair powers <laughs> That's not the same thing. Yeah, so it's hair powers. No, like head hair powers. I don't remember. Gonna be honest, that show is a blur. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I do know another person that uses hair in media. Who? Um, Palm in Hunter x Hunter with the ability Black Widow Fury of Shadows where she encases her body in her own hair. Perfect. To make a dress with a wide brim hat. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. I'm a fan of Sai Nijima. I can get behind that. I'm a fan of Bayonetta Bayonetta. She was. She did have a hat in that cutscene. Bayonetta? Yeah. No, she has She has an outfit made of hair. Oh, oh yeah. It's Bayonetta even more uses hair. Than you even realize. Dang it. Bayonetta does use hair powers. You're right. And, yeah, makes big punchies out of hair, don't she? I only know Bayonetta from the the Smash Brothers game. You know that one? No. Um, she does. She does aura aura with with her yeah, demons yeah, that yeah, she yeah, summons yeah. with her hair. All right. Is there known users? There's a character from Ben Ten. <laughs> There's a oh, lot of characters yeah. from Ben Ten with hair powers. Holy shit! Hold on. Hold on. So I'm looking at this list on powerlisting.fandom.com slash wiki slash hair underscore manipulation. And I'm seeing some names. So you're familiar with Bobo 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 Bobo, correct? Yeah, yes, of course. Are you familiar with Baby Bay Bay Baby Bay? Vaguely. Or Beba B B B B B B Nope. Or Baba Ba 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 Ba. These are sounds now. Or boo 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 boo. Yeah, there's one for every vowel. They control nose hair, leg hair, head hair, chest hair, like and armpit hair, respectively. I don't know. Aren't those the major antagonists? Dude, I don't know. Dixie Kong? Dixie? I mean, she does have the hair whip. You're right. Technically, technically counts, 
Um, this is saying the Grudge Girl, Kayako. <laughs> is this content? No, this is this is more reading wikis. We already do this enough. Oh, Bruford. Oh, yep. Yeah. Minna. One Piece. Twintel. Sure. Rapunzel. Yes, Twintel. Rapunzel doesn't count. Disney's canceled. Um, the other Boas who aren't Boa Hancock, apparently. I don't remember this. I don't. Hold on, this is important. Oh, Shantae. Philia Skullgirls. We're almost done. Okay. okay we're done. <laughs> we're done. Good content. Wow. Reference is the album Love Deluxe by Sade, which we talked about when we talked about Love Love Deluxe. And my opinion hasn't changed. It's fine, but not my jam. I don't remember it. And I thought I would for this, but I don't. Do you remember what I said about it? Because I don't remember liking it. I, you, I don't think you liked it. I think I gave it a C, which I give it now. And you gave it a D. I think I gave it a D, yeah. God, that was like last September. I don't know why I expected myself to remember this. Yeah. Yo, we've almost been going for a year. No, shut up. <laughs> a month after this episode comes out, it'll be our one year anniversary. Fuck, what do we do for one year? We stop making standoff. I don't know. Yeah, yeah we give up. <laughs> Are you saying we haven't already? Mm, all right, anyway. <laughs> and X Factor's a C. X Factor's a D. Fuck it. It's dumb. Fair. The more that I think about it, uh, Yukako is just the same character as Palm, but Palm's better. She's certainly a female archetype in anime. Look at this. I'm going to send this to you and no one else can hear it. I don't even, you could probably cut it, but look at this art. This character that's, better than Yukako. That's pretty good art. I like how I, she got scales. It's fucking awesome. And a big orb. That's yeah. pretty woke. Look at her third eye. <laughs> I will not. Can you tell me what Stone Free looks like? Stone Free is a lot cooler. <laughs> yeah, it sure is, dude. Stone Free is a humanoid stand of similar height and proportions to the user. It was green sunglasses, baller. Uh, it has four saw blade-like protrusions on the top of its head, stretching from the top of its jaw to the back of its neck. It has cones with flat tops where the ears should be. It has snakeskin shoulder pads and wears n- knee pads. <laughs> he's, a, he's a biker. Yeah. They're a biker. You're right. Several areas on its body are made up of exposed coiled string. Its forehead, neck, arms, and the area from its midriff to the top of its feet. Really? Hmm? The area from its midriff to the top of its feet. From its belly to its toes? Yeah, down to its ankles. Okay, that's a lot of area. All that area is... uh, Has... All that area has small, evenly spaced bumps. It is made up of string, which is silky in texture when unwound. Stone free is cyan, with the string being a silvery white. And it doesn't... Does it say... Hold on, do I have this under ability... No, the string kind of smell like soap, apparently. Oh, yeah, that was mentioned once for no reason. <laughs> Just for the hell of it. Just, it's soap string. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I sent you a picture so you can see the studs or the bumps. No, rather. yeah, you're right. I just, I didn't remember it. Be- I thought it was just the pants for some reason. That's fair. Well, those are the pants. They're ho- very high-waisted. Very high-waisted pants. <laughs> I mean, that fits for Jolene. Yeah. Yo, fucking shout out. To friend of the show, Fiona, who got Jolene's butterfly dagger tattoo. That's cool as hell. Yeah, I'm jealous. Send us your JoJo tattoos. Yeah. 
you need to get the birthmark. Yeah, I do need to get the birthmark. You're right. Yeah, do it. Let's. It's fine. I'll take you. It'll be fun. I'm going to. I'm going to do it. Do it. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about Stone Free. And I think it gets an A for appearance. Yeah, Stone Free is one of the coolest looking stands ever. It got fucking sunglasses. (laughs) It's It's so badass. I love it. (laughs) The sunglasses really make it. Yeah. They really pull it all together. I can't imagine it just having eyes. It would look dumb as hell. You're right. It would be a much worse stand. You're a monster. God, let me tell you what it does. So Stone Free is a close range power type stand with shockingly string based abilities. The string abilities can also affect the user's body. So when they're round and compacted, the string is super hard, able to like take hits, deflect bullets and punch really, really hard. The string can also unwind and stretch like string. And when unwound in this way, uh, the user can like whip with it or swing with it or pickpocket or make a net or stitch wounds or turn yourself into a Mobius strip or yeah. Yeah, Yeah, just whatever to counteract gravity. Mm -hmm. To counteract inverted gravity. Well, C, it's when the gravity is put on your heart and it's going to turn inside out. So you make your heart into a Mobius strip. So there is no inside you can't out. can't just try to justify it. <laughs> I'm not trying to justify it. That's just what happens. That's canon. Uh, but yeah, also when the stand unwinds, the user's body unwinds. And the string and the unwinding effect are both invisible to non-stand users. And the user can unwind up to 70% of their body without dying. And they can rewind it all back up pretty quickly. I think it's without harming themselves. I think you can go farther without dying, but it would hurt a lot. I guess. I think it's specifically said harmlessly. So I'm going to go say that Jolene is a bad protagonist. (laughs) (laughs) Jolene's great. And I'm 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 still correct. It's still without dying. Like, that's no, you're not right. yeah, wrong. Yeah. You're, you're right. You're goddamn right I am. Why do you give Stone Free for ability? Um, Here's the thing. It's an A, first mm-hmm. of all. Second of all, it's unfortunate these two got compared to each other because it's just better. <laughs> yeah. It's pure. It's the same ability, but better. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I would like, in my current life right now, I would like to have a love deluxe more than Stone Free because I need... Bangs. You are crazy. Grow bangs then. I can't. My I'd hairline's rather, fucked up from I'd testosterone. Rather the, I'd rather have the, the fucking robot that punches people. <laughs> good know. for you. I'd rather, I'd rather have hair. good gender feelings. Just get different hair. Wear a wig. <laughs> That's the- I have a really big head. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes that challenging at best. <laughs> If we're being real about it. <sighs> anyway, it's an A, right? I also give it an A. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. It's great. <laughs> yeah, and understandability is a B. Um, yeah, it would be an A if it wasn't the Mobius strip shit and the, I don't know. And the smelling like soap. And the smelling like soap. <laughs> Why it gotta smell like soap? What kind of soap? Ooh, good question. I would think Dove soap. That's like what I think of when I think of soap smell. Here's, I have a question. I have a question. Mm-hmm. What does smoke smoke? What does soap smell like? Like soap. But what is that? 
I don't know. Did we invent a new smell when we made soap, or does it smell like something else? I can't. I can't think of anything it smells like, but it's soap. Oh, this is this is a good website. Formulary fifty five dot com. What does that What does that soap smell like? What? Oh, it's about a specific project product. Yeah. All I'm saying is, everybody, <laughs> go smell your soap and <laughs> get back to us. Get back to us. Let us know what your soap smells like. At Standoff Podcast on Twitter, join our Discord. Send us your JoJo tattoos and your soap smells. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, let's keep fucking moving. Versatility, I think, is an A for this yeah, one. Yeah, it has to be an A. Oh, something we didn't, something we didn't mention in ability. Also, that I want to point out is Stone Freeze. Like Stone Freeze, humanoid form. Is strong enough to crush a, a a coin with its fingers, just like destroy it, which is Busted. insane. Yeah, that's something. Also, you didn't call me out. I messed up the order of understandability and versatility on that. one. I don't know how to do this show. What do you expect from me? Oh <laughs> no, dude. Um, I could crush a coin with my fingers if I tried really, really hard. All right, sure. Your hydraulic press channel. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep moving. The reference is Jimi Hendrix. Stone Free by Jimi Hendrix. Hey, it's really good. Hey, it's really, really, really fucking good. And it, like, really thematically fits with the with Jolene's character arc. Because she's in jail. And she's Stone Free. But then, but then, but then the Bandai Namco trans, like, localization name is Stone Ocean, which, like, why would she name the stand after the place that she's trying to escape from? It ruins the whole thing. It does, but that's the easy one. It's dumb. But they also they named Gold Experience Golden Wind. So. They should have changed it to Freebird. I'm n- no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm really excited for Tusk's localization name to be Steel Ball Run. <laughs> <laughs> and Josuke's stand is <laughs> Joe Jolian. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part of JoJo's is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Star Platinum. <laughs> Bad taste. <laughs> oh, God. And X-Factor is an A. It's fucking stone free. Yeah, it's great. And Love Deluxe wins. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's not even a joke you can make. It's That's a bad joke. You're right. Stone free wins. Did you know that stone free, stone and free in the name... Start with the same katakana as Star Platinum's name. They mm, there's a there's a it's in the trivia the wiki so I know I'm right. Well, they they do, but Star the fa and yeah, but there's a thing in the Stone Free one to to show that it changes the pronunciation. Right, but they're different. They're the same character just with the modifier. Okay, I'll yes. give it to you because father and daughter because. Fuck you. Fuck you. It's you cool. It's the You pronounce cool. them differently. But they're the same katakana. Yeah, you're right. Oh, you're right. I'm going to find another stand that you can do that with. Let's keep moving. <laughs> okay. Fucking, the next matchup is Magician's Red versus Manhattan Transfer. Firebird. That's yeah. what Magician's Red looks like. Oh, okay. I was going to do that part, but <laughs> okay, if you want to take it. it. No, you talk to tell everyone about the Firebird. Mozilla Firebird. Yeah. All right, so you know, you know when you go to KF, 
Dukes, does KFC have spicy chicky? You know when you go yeah. to Burger King and you say, I want spicy chicky sandwich. Imagine if that was a real spicy bird. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, this isn't a sandwich at all. <laughs> or a chicken. It's a giant spicy bird. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so Magician's Red is a bulky humanoid stand with a bird's head. It has a heavily muscled upper body because it's from part three, and yes. it has feathered legs. It has claws on its hands and wears dark bracelets on its wrists. Its bird-like head is reminiscent of a phoenix with two slender, long feathers extending backwards, ending in yellow tips, and it has a curved yellow beak. It's primarily red and orange with some yellow accents. Like its beak? Yeah, it's it's a firebird. It, uh, it's the winged dragon of Ra, but <laughs> I red. Was thinking- I was thinking of making that joke, but no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Um, it's yeah. It's like if a phoenix went to did like fucking P ninety X. It just got ripped on muscle milk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it looks okay, right? It's not bad. It's nothing special, but it's not bad. Exactly, which is why I think it should be like a C. I, I'm fine with the C. Yeah, it does some funny poses. It does. Poses don't count in appearance, though. I'm sorry they to do say. They do to me. Oh, who is it? It's Elemental Hero uh, Blazeman, right? Is that, the, is that the guy? Thank you. Yes. We're looking it up. Blazeman, yeah. Yep. Damn, I fucking love Jaden Yuki. Me too. Doesn't he like... That's a bad sentence. What is the sentence? <laughs> Doesn't he like wife up one of the Elemental Heroes? What? <laughs> Doesn't No, that's you I think you're thinking of U Bell. Who's U Bell? <laughs> U Bell U Bell is a card that he designed as a kid and his and her spirit is like the spirit of an ancient Egyptian like woman that that was married to uh the person who was reincarnated as Jaden and she kills all his friends and then he's like, Hey, we should be besties. Yes. Correct. She's not an elemental hero, but she can fuse with Neos to make, uh, is it elemental hero? Ne- Neos Wiseman, yeah. That card's really bad. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for being so fucking wrong. Yeah, I played, I played an interstitial game where I played as Jade and Yuki as the amalgam, and my amalgamed heart was Ubel. That's pretty good. I like how she has heterochromia I on three different her. eyes. <laughs> I love her. She's my favorite character design ever. And she's also supposed to be like half male, half female. Nice. Good for her. I'm proud of her. Anyway. Let's yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> anyway, Magician's Red. She does have a really good design. She pointy. She got muscles. Sorry. She's so fucking cool. And she, she yeah. has transformations that make her a huge demon monster. I saw that card. I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> that's that's her. Uh, anyway, Magician's Red, what does it do? Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was going to make another Elemental Hero Plays Man joke, but okay. No. Um, Magician's Red is a physically powerful stand with the additional ability to control fire. The flames generated by the stand are powerful enough to evaporate metal in the air. By the way, what's the boiling point of steel? <laughs> Can we look that one up? Can you get that yeah. while I read the rest of this? The user controls the flames with their thoughts and can use this to to make it veer in the air, varying their power and changing their shape. The fire, that is. Non-stand users cannot see the fire. 
This ability can be used to create flame ropes that can bind an opponent. The flames produced by Magician's Red are able to track body heat and locate enemies as a result. Yeah, so it's an all-rounder. Um, the melting point... I'm not seeing boiling point. I'm seeing the melting point um, for steel is often around 2,500 degrees Fahrenheit. And then you have to... That's just to melt it. This is instantly evaporating. <laughs> yeah, so probably around like 4 to 5K degrees Fahrenheit. Um, let's go with like... In the, I'd, I'd, I'd estimate like 20,000. <sighs> That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's an alright ability. Which, like, why do you have to use the flame ropes to bind an opponent? You can literally evaporate them. Well, you gotta have a chat with them. <laughs> I'm just saying. Avatar was sleeping on this guy. <laughs> You're right. Avatar could have been much more of a terror. Avatar could have been the main character. He could have been. But he's, his name doesn't abbreviate to JoJo. Oh, what what do you think Magician's Red gets for ability? Um, I'll, I I want to give it a high ability, but I want to give it a really low understandability because I don't get what why it can do some things but not others. Okay, so what are you thinking? Like a B? Yeah, yeah, give it a B. I am inclined to agree, and I also think a B for versatility, just because it can bind people and track people and do stuff like that. I'm sorry, what was the thing? I was reading something. Sorry. I think versatility is also a B because it's able to track people and bind them and do projectiles and punch good. Yeah, I forgot about the tracking thing, but if if that is a thing, then yeah, it happens like once. Yeah, and I, I, part three is a blur. Every part is a blur. Everything is a blur. I have bad memory. Part three is like eighty episodes. I'm that's rounding up. It's like seventy-ish, right? Yeah, part three should be two parts. But well, it, it technically is, right? It started as Crusaders and Battle in Egypt. Yeah. So yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. The Stardust Crusaders arc ends in the thrilling fight against fucking High Priestess. <laughs> 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 the main antagonist. <laughs> yeah. The, the mouth at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Yo, I'm scared at the mouth at the bottom of the ocean. You know what? Yeah. Could High Priestess have eaten Notorious B.I.G. if they were around at the same time? I think Notorious B.I.G. would kill it, but I don't know. Probably. Probably. Let's keep moving. I'll never know. Understandability. Um, C or B? I think a C. C works, because flame ropes? Yeah, how do you bind people with flames? That's kinda, that's kinda silly. Also, evaporate metal? I'm gonna take points off for that, just like we took points off for... The speed of light, you know, that kind of thing. It's hot. Wait, what's it called? I just almost called it Thunder Cross Split Attack because uh, <laughs> they're cross shapes. What's Magician's Red Big Fiery it's, Attack called? It's called Crossfire Hurricane, which is the yep. opening line of the Rolling Stones song, Jumpin' Jack Flash. Nice. That's also very funny <laughs> um, because they look like onks, not crosses. They do, which is cool. It is, but it's not a cross. So checkmate, Paul Abdul. Do you ever remember that? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Abdul is named Abdul because of Paula Abdul. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Why? (laughs) Araki liked Paula Abdul. He liked that music video where she was real fucking sexual with that animated cat. I know nothing about what you're saying. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. My Paula Abdul knowledge is near zero. 
I don't know. I know the name. That's all I got. Uh, Paula Abdul and MC Scat Cat. Opposites attracts. <laughs> mm. Oh, it's at Vimeo. That's bad. That's a bad sign. <laughs> I'm not watching that. Well, here. It's also, there's also a version on YouTube, but I don't know if that one has MC Scat Cat. No, not MC Scat Cat. What'd they do to him? <laughs> oh, you know. Oh, no, MC Scat Cat is there the second you hit play. Ooh, okay. Let's keep going. <laughs> okay. Shall I tell you the reference for Magician's Red? Go for it. It's the tarot card, The Magician. Can you tell me what that one does in The Binding of Isaac? Uh, that gives you homing shots. Yeah, good work. Yeah. I almost didn't remember. So yeah, in the upright position, the magician is a sign that you have all the skills and abilities you need to be successful. The universe is aligning to bring positive changes your way. This major arcana trump card shows you that you must use your intellect, concentration, and willpower to make things happen. And then reversed, it's a sign that you need to be careful not to miss the opportunities coming your way. Don't allow self-doubt to stop you from seizing the moment. If it refers to a person, it can mean that that person is a person in your life who presents themselves as knowledgeable and trustworthy, but are actually trying to use or manipulate you, like Dio. Like Dio. I think it's like a C. Isn't it like, it's like referring to him being a fortune teller and knowing a bunch of shit? That's exactly. how I always heard it, yeah. I think so, yeah. Like, he's the one, I think that more so ties into the fact that the stands are named after the Major Arcana, because he's the one who kind of... Is he the one who brings that in? Yeah. Not according to George Joestar. Well, I don't I don't attribute anything to George Joestar. Do you have a fucking shouting match with the world in the middle of the Atlantic yeah, Ocean? That's true. I forgot about I already forgot about that. <laughs> I don't blame you. That chapter sucked. Um Yeah, I mean, he's like a guide. He's there for Jodoro and company. He Brings positive changes to Jodro's life because he's like, get out of jail, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's decent. For a tarot, you can't ask for much. True, except for that one that was really good that I don't remember what it was. I, yeah, I think like a C. Yeah, C works. And X Factor is also a C. It is a protagonist stand from part three. It is a side protagonist stand. It's still a protagonist, just not, not the main the one. So it's like. Would you give it a C? I'm going to give it a C. I gave it a C, yeah. And yeah, our last stand for today is Manhattan Transfer. Who else forgot about Manhattan Transfer? I could never forget about Manhattan Transfer because it's during the Venom arc. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Eminem's Venom. No, anti-shout-out, anti-shout-out. I wish he directed that movie. That'd be a good one year. Shout-out to Anel's Venom. <laughs> this was a this was a nine-part mini, like, arc in part six that I completely forgot about. It's just, it's like the first arc. Yeah, I know. It's the visitor arc, yeah. No, but I was gonna say before I start choking on my water, can we just... As a society, not talk about Eminem anymore, and every time somebody wants to, we just talk about an L One Piece. <laughs> That's mean. Eminem kind of sucks, shit, dude. Yeah, but are you saying Anel doesn't? Because Anel's a big piece of shit. Anel is a big piece of shit, but he's the first one who did the funny One Piece Pog Champ. Let's fuck. Tell me what Manhattan Transfer fucking looks like. Manhattan Transfer appears as a small satellite with a round metallic core. 
Four rectangular wings extend around the core, and where they meet the core, they jut up at a slight obtuse at slightly obtuse angles, creating four walls around the center, which are fringed at the top. The vertical and horizontal parts of the wings are connected by two rounded, curved tubes each. There are two antenna antenna mm-hmm. turrets. The wiki says they're antenna that look like turrets. I've never seen them as turrets. It looks like they got two dangly car keys. <laughs> they're car keys. I think they look like turrets. You're insane. <laughs> um, Manhattan transfer is blue and white. That's it. <laughs> it's a little satellite boy with car keys. I hate that you said that because now I can only see car keys. They're car keys. Uh, you're car keys. I can't open a car. I don't have that power. Sounds like a you problem. Yeah. I think it looks pretty neat. That's a stretch. There's no other stand that looks remotely like Manhattan Transfer, you know? I guess. I remember there being multiple. Is there just one? There's there's just one, but they fight one in the Venom world, and then they fight oh, John Gallier again when they get back to real life. His name is John Gallier. Mm-hmm. He's a sniper. John Gallier. I don't understand. That's his name. Is it? Yes. It's John Galley. John Galley. A reference to Char- Char- John Charles Galliano because everyone's a fashion designer. Oh yeah, I forgot about that in part six. I'm, For I'm a second sh- there, it sounded like you were about to say Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Namesake Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> fashion designer. No, I just hate the name John Galley. His first name is John Galley, and his last name is A. <laughs> the letter A. <laughs> it's an initial. It's an initial. No, that's his name. Okay, what do you what do you fucking give an out of transfer for appearance, dude? Sucks shit. I don't know. See, it's not that bad, but I just mad at it because I don't like being at transfer. Okay, I'm willing to drop down to a C with you. Let me tell you what it does. Okay. All right. So, so Manhattan transfer doesn't have any real combat power of its own, and it just augments its user's sniping. One of its abilities is reading wind current and conditions. So by reading air currents, it can transfer precise information about its surroundings back to its user. And while it usually moves erratically, um, it's actually able to move rapidly and accurately because of its ability to read the wind. Do you uh, think? Its primary bil- sorry, huh? do you think it reads the wind currents by the dangly keys? I think it might be the dangly keys. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Uh, Manhattan transfers primary abilities to change the trajectory of bullets that its user shoots right the fuck into it yup yeah it's like do you you know Zigbar (laughs) you know Zigbar you know how he makes portals and he shoots his guns into it and then they come out at you yeah that's what Manhattan transfer does wait no I don't and I still haven't played Remind you've watched the Zigbar fight multiple times I was drunk (laughs) we were trashed um, do you think that Manhattan Transfer uses the curves on the wings to redirect the bullets? They go, they go whoosh, and they, they go around, it's like a ramp. They go whoosh. Yeah, they do, they do a spine transfer, sure. the bullets do, like in Tony yeah. Hawk Pro Skater 3. Yeah. They do a kickflip, <laughs> 360 Christ Air, and then they go to a different person. Yo, imagine fucking Sex Pistols with Manhattan <laughs> Transfer. This they would. Just, wait! <laughs> This is just worse Sex Pistols. It is just worse Sex Pistols. And yeah. it came out in part six when Sex Pistols is part five. Yeah. What is this garbage? 
you have to be closed for Sex Pistols to work. Like, close Fuck you. No. I'm mad. But yeah, this lets the user, like, shoot around walls and direct redirect bullets quickly. But the user has to be able to shoot its their own stand to make it happen. This stand dumb as hell. Yeah, I think I think this one's probably also a C, right? I want to give it a D. Because wind reading isn't really a thing. You can just you just have a windsock. Well, no, that means that it allows the user to see like from a distance because Manhattan uh-huh. Transfer has a huge range and they're able to see what it reads on the wind. You could just have a windsock. It does the same no, thing. No, like the windsocks don't show you where people are. Mm, fine, see. Thank Whatever. You. you belligerent jerk. Whatever. If you find me a windsock that shows me where people is, I will eat crow. <laughs> what? What does that mean? That's a phrase. Eat Crow, the character from Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds? No, Eat Crow is to be humiliated by having to admit one's defeats or mistakes. It's a colloquialism. Why are you going to eat the character from Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds? He plays Black Wings. All his cards are getting banned. So I think versatility gets a D because um, it really only does the bullet thing, but it can also read the wind. On its own, it can't do shit. Exactly. Um, I don't care about Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. I'm sorry. Well, it's actually, it's actually Ds. They're like in post-apocalypse land. And people- Is that one of the Ds? No. The Ds are the Ds for, for uh, dragons. I figured. Yeah. Because everything in Yu-Gi-Oh! has to do with dragons. Is that the one where pendulum zones happen? No. Okay. I don't hate it then. Is, that was the one where synchros happened. I don't know what that means. The cards with the white borders. I, okay. We gotta play Yu-Gi-Oh! sometime. No, we don't. Sure. Uh, <laughs> no, that's fine. If there's a way to play it online, then sure. Oh yeah, let's make it happen. Let's talk about the reference. Sure. Did we talk about understandability? Oh no, no, we didn't. Uh, Kingdom. Fucking, I want to talk about the reference. Well, tell me what you gave it for understandability first. I don't know, like a D. Why? Why a D? Why does it know where people are? Because it reads the wind. I'm not wind. So. You know how when the wind blows and it's like hot out and you're standing in the way of the wind and it blows against you and you feel cool. That's because the wind stops when it hits your body. I are you being belligerent on purpose? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I think it's a B. No, I am. I am completely permeable. The wind goes straight through me. Okay. So understandability (laughs) is a B. Okay. That's fine. No, No, sorry. You're what? Your cheesecloth. Yeah, no, I'm a Mario from My Hero Academia. I mean, not anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> I love that boy. I do, too. Fucking Tin Tin. Ball boy looking ass. Tell me about the American vocal group Manhattan Transfer. I, I have a fun fact for you. Yeah. This is the only good part about the stand. I didn't really like him. What are you talking about? I'm pissed. It didn't wet my whistle, you know? That, mm. <laughs> Manhattan Transfer is a jazz band, jazz vocal, like acapella band, like swing. It's it's, it's like swing like music, and it's really it's bops. It bops hard. I think they're okay. Like I give them a C. Like they're fine. I just eh. The, the one guy, the singer and founding member, one of the singers and founding members of it, uh, won ten Grammys as a member of Damn. Manhattan Transfer. Good for him. That's a lot of Grammys. That's a decent amount. Uh, I want to give it a B. All right. Be my guest. Wow. 
<laughs> and I give X Factor a D because fuck man, fuck man, uh, transfer. E, it's this kind of bad. Sucks ass. Thank you for agreeing it's, with me. It's not that bad. It's dumb. It's 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 Sex Pistols, but worse in every way. Every way. It's a. It's, it's not even funny. Arc. They don't, it doesn't eat sandwiches. You're right. It's an interesting arc, though. That's just because you get Jolene and Jotaro. Yeah, they're hanging out. No one gives a show at John Gallier. Fuck the troops. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm glad we got one of those in there somewhere. Because he's an ex-soldier. Yeah. And he's got seven years for murder. Damn. I wonder if those things are related. I think Magician's Red wins. Yes. It's because fuck Manhattan Transfer. Fuck that stupid ass, dumb ass. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. All right, great. So Soap String goes up over Hair. Yes. And Spicy Chicken goes up over Drone. I'm so hungry. Stop calling it Spicy Chicken. I'm sorry. Go order a spicy chicken sandwich. Well, I say, do you have the bracket up? Uh, yes, I do. Can you tell me what we're talking about next week? Um, we're talking about Highway to Hell versus Harvest. Highway to Hell is gonna be fun to talk about. Uh, <laughs> Highway to Hell is gonna lose. <laughs> and then a couple weirdos. We got Cream, and that's going up against Survivor. <sighs> which, like, I don't want to call it early. But Dio did say specifically, we only know about Survivor because Dio told Poochie about how it's the worst stand. (laughs) Yeah, but it's good in specific circumstances. I think it's just, it like objectively has to lose. I'm sorry. No, we'll we'll get there. We'll call it now. Oh, no. Survivor's good. Do I want me to summarize its ability right now? Sure. You know when you read a bad post <laughs> and you get and really you get angry. mad? <laughs> yeah, Survivor just shows you bad tweets. <laughs> it it's just an ever-ending list of horrible takes. <laughs> so yeah, it's a Twitter feed. Yeah, don't open Twitter, everyone, unless you follow Standoff at Standoff Pod. Damn, where can people follow? No, it's Standoff Podcast. Fuck! I try so hard. Twitter.com slash standoff podcast is our Twitter and the first of our plugs. Um, our pin tweet right now is still BLM stuff and it'll probably stay that for a bit longer, but you can find our Discord information in there somewhere. Or just ask. We'll send it to you. Or just ask. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at real katsune miku. That's like real hatsune miku, but with the K instead of an H, or at alias Sparia, which I'm not going to spell. Uh can people find you yeah, anywhere? Yeah, it's twitter.com slash tachyonkingdom, T-A-C-H-Y-O-N kingdom. I made an Instagram at you did. the same at T-A-C-H-Y-O-N kingdom. It's kind of, I don't know, I, I hope to be funny there too. And if you follow kingdom there, then you can find me because I'm one of his like 12 followers. Yeah. Dude, you have 12 followers. You're basically Zemnis. I'm, oh, ooh, ooh, or Jesus. You're all my I twelve said apostles. <laughs> You're my twelve apostles. Yeah, was Zemnis a Jesus figure? That's Find something out I might... in my next thirty-page academic research paper. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say cut that. Find out in my next couple-hour-long <laughs> video essay <laughs> that may or may not be a joke. <laughs> we'll find out. Um, 
We have a Patreon at patreon.com slash standoffpod, where for $1 a month, you can get episodes a little bit early, usually a day or two, monthly bonus episodes, and I guess sometimes unedited content. We had to do that George audiobook episode last week, and I posted my unedited track up there so you can hear me laughing and or getting angry. We also have a new goal, because I want to try to make the next act of the of the jojo part i'm writing and release it as an audio drama and i can't do that without your money yeah so once we have 50 dollars a month kingdom will be able to get started on that well to be clear i'm already started on it but i i need that or i'm going to be using that money to get a jojo style intro like intro music commissioned yes it's gonna be all fancy It will be. JoJo-style commission music is good. I'll loop back around to that point in a second, because we mentioned that. Um, But we also have a $5 tier, where we do monthly recaps of George Joestar chapters. Um, If you're on that tier, like we mentioned, you're going to be getting two this month, because of Kingdom's mic issues. We weren't able to put one out last month. Um, And you can email us at standoffpod at gmail.com if you wanna. Our music is Mad Rocket Strange City by Nice Wizard Music. And that's it. Kingdom, do you have that's it? You don't have anything else you want to add? No, I, I did my thing. I was right. like our outros are really long, but then I listen to other shows and like, wow, outros are long in general. Yeah, we're generally pretty pithy, I think. We do it. We make it happen. And yeah, so with that, everyone, thank you so much for listening. And until next time. Stand, stand proud. proud. <laughs>